We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. We are officially in week zero of the NFL season as it pertains to content. We still have some futures. We still have the AFC win total show coming out. You missed the NFC. That was last week. We have the win totals draft. But today, the best bets for futures could be player props, division odds, win totals. Doesn't matter what it is. The gold, the silver, the bronze. Reminder. To all of you out there to play in the DraftKings Listeners League, the PME Open, that is now available down in the description. If you are looking for places to, I don't know, store your money for, let's say, a survivor pool that someone is running. You don't want to run that shit through PayPal because PayPal might take your money on that stuff. Breaching the terms of services, what you can do is use LeagueSafe.com. You want to store your fantasy football pot in there because you don't trust the commissioner? LeagueSafe.com. You got the survivor pool? LeagueSafe.com. Go out to that little radio icon at the top. Use code mail. Get an extra 10 bucks. doesn't cost anything to use. But you get an extra 10 bucks to the commissioner who sets it all up for you. So code Mayo at LeagueSafe.com. Go do that right now. Cam Stewart is on the line, as is Rob Pozzola, who was on the show last week. Highly recommend you check out the intro to betting that we did and breaking down basically the things that you need to avoid while wagering on the NFL. I really enjoyed that show. But at the end, we talked about Rob on a panel 
in Vegas with Darren Rovell. And lo and behold, Rob, the night that I released that show, you got into it with him again. Well, I got into it, but he started it. If we're going to call it out for what it is, I was just sitting at home. All of a sudden, this guy wins a few parlays. He tags me in a tweet about, oh, like not all parlays are bad or whatever. He, like He's completely missed the point of what I've been talking about for the last several weeks. But yeah, for once in my life, I'm typically the instigator, right? Cam knows this from doing no, shows. With me. I like to get in there. No, it was Ravel that was instigating me this time around, but he owned himself. No one self-owns themselves like Darren Ravel does. I don't know what he was trying to prove, but uh, at the end of the day, I had some fun with it. I, I kind of like when other people come after me. I think that tells you a lot of, about who I am as a person. Do you have any blood feuds with people on the internet, Cam, or do you just wash your hands of that? I've had a few in the past, but they usually were really serious ones, Pat, like ones that like were over like lost jobs and lost income. So they weren't feuds. They were like serious, like let's come down, meet me at, at the Black Path type of days at high school and let's settle this type of situation. But as I'm getting older, Rob knows too. I don't like controversy. I don't like fighting. I like getting along with people. It's it's more my thing. You know what I mean? Let's have a couple of drinks and forget about it. The only time I really get mad is if you come, I'm kind of like, uh, you know, Rob and his animals. Like if you come after the family, that's the whole thing. Like, like, like mama bear, that's the thing. You attack the cubs, then I got problems. Well, don't, don't get on the bad side of Rob or Cam or especially Jeff as we covered in that show, Rob. That, you know, oh yeah. Jeff's got a side to him <laughs> and Rob will tell you like, right, Rob, like, Think about Jeff is he's a kind, cuddly little guy, but he when he goes off, he goes bananas. Like I've seen, I've seen that guy absolutely lose his shit. And it's wild. Yeah. And he can't even tell you why he's upset. Like he becomes so <laughs> irrational with stuff. Like if if he's if you piss Jeff off like one time, it does like that's it for life. And he can't even remember why he's upset with people, but I, I just always try to stay on the good side of Jeff. He hits a bad shot in golf or whatever. It's like, all right, Jeff, don't worry, man. Pick yourself up. Like, I don't want to be the guy at the end of the round where he's like, I'm never inviting Rob out again to play golf because that might stem into other aspects of life as well. <laughs> that Feinberg, I don't know, man. He's, uh, yeah, he's like the nicest, most down-to-earth guy, but all of a sudden he's got like that evil switch in him. Wouldn't surprise me to see him on Forensic Files one day, Cam. <laughs> See, the new Forensic Files, too, it's just they haven't really improved themselves, Rob. It's a show that they just need to get a little bit better. But anyway, uh, production what's the, value. What's the, new can... one? what's the new one? Buried in my backyard or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, we, we need some new concepts here on these uh, murder shows. But you're right. It's uh, it's fun, Pat. And uh, I just can't wait for this year, buddy. I've already did the College Football Zero show, Rob, when you were in Vegas. And uh, that we're already jacked up about it. It was a great way to start off the year. We had the. Uh, uh, the under in the in the Notre Dame game and now NFL's mm. right around the corner buddy I can't wait this is favorite time of the season then all the sports will just blend into one man it's a gambler's paradise well let's get to the gold selections for the NFL season trying to get some money down if you want to on some of this future stuff or maybe you don't want to maybe you just want to go to week one and just let it ride every single week and try to build everything up and not sit on that money and giving it to DraftKings Sportsbook for four months. But, you know, it was nice last year when the Bears ended up with the worst record and we ended up cashing a big one. That was really nice, given out on this show. So let's see if we can hit another one like that. Gold picks, I'm starting off. I'm going to the NFC South a division. That's not very good. I don't think that anyone can really... I have two of my best bets are from this division. So either I'm going to get this extremely right or extremely wrong. Cam, I am taking the Carolina Panthers under seven and a half 
wins. I think their offense is absolutely abysmal. And when you take a look at their schedule, they have a, they have a stretch in the middle of the season. Where they play the Texans, the Colts, and the Bears. If they don't go 3-0 and through that stretch, I don't see how they get to eight wins or more. I'm with you, actually. And I and Carolina's a team I like. I think Rob will tell you their defense pad is pretty good. Like, I like J.C. Horn. I think he's one of the better players in the league. But there's so many flaws in that team. Um, quarterback's too small. Offensive line, I think there's going to be a lot of issues there. The one thing is, Pat, you're right, though. The Buccaneers are going to be brutal. Um, there's a couple really bad teams in that division. That's the whole thing. That's the only issue that I have with that division. But I expect Carolina probably to win around six games this year. They're not going to be Arizona bad, but they're going to be bad. And it's no good for them, Rob, because Carolina doesn't own its first pick that we've seen these situations crop up where, oh, no, we have to try really hard. So because it doesn't matter what pick we get. And then you just turn out and like the Broncos last year and you give Seattle your pick. Yeah, exactly. I I like this one, Pat. I mean, I think Carolina is like a six to seven win team uh, on average. Obviously, they can outperform that or underperform that. But you have rookie quarterback with new head coach combination. I think typically takes a little bit of time for teams to get their footing when they're in that type of situation. Also concerned about the size at quarterback for them. Like there's a lot of comparisons to to Drew Brees, but Drew Brees was horrible at the beginning of his career. Like the first three seasons, he went 10 and 18. He threw a lot of interceptions, took a lot of time for Drew Brees to develop in this league. And I think that's going to be the same case uh, with, with Carolina this season. So uh, I like this, Pat. I know, I know, you know, to Cam's point, the division's not great. Maybe they can stockpile or rack up some wins within there. But ultimately, uh, I like the under. It was one of the win totals I played this year as well. Excellent. So we're all on the same page. So guarantee that to be a loser. But seven and a half as the under (laughs) is where I like it. Rob, your gold pick. Yeah. Before I get into my gold pick, I just want to, Cam, you, there's no nationality props for, uh, for the, the NFL this year, just in case you were looking, but there's, I don't see anything on the board as I've gone through draftings here. I'm going to so keep it. Oh, no, I, but, but the thing is Victor Hob, I've been with Victor Hovland in that comeback win. So I like, I could tell you, I might go to Norway. I'm very happy with that country right now. But is anyway, there a, is there a Norwegian NFLer? I don't think so. Uh, uh, there, there had to have been. There may have been a kicker at some point. Was one of the yeah. Andersons there had to be a Norwegian. Norwegian or, or was he Danish? Mm. <laughs> mm. Like Morten I, Anderson. Yeah, Wasn't Scandinavian. He, uh, uh, oh, yeah, Morten Anderson. Morten Anderson German? was Danish, I think. Danish. Mm. Yeah, he might have been a Danish. Yeah. Mm. E- oh. Either way, I, I'm actually lo- I'm looking for the Pat Mayo and wife vacation for 2024. I mean, Scandinavia sounds kind of nice. I went to Denmark, Pat, but I didn't go to Norway, yes. Sweden, and Finland. You know, I enjoy a sa- or a sauna as much as the next mm. person. I'll go to Finland. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you with saunas, Pat. Like next to eating, like Rob will tell you, like ch- next to chicken wing binges, like they are my favorite things in the world. Like. I will not go to certain places. Like when I hear, oh, there's no sauna there. I'm like, no, we're out. Cool, wet, cold sauna, wet, cold sauna. Like the way it is for you, honest to God. And the way, especially if you're a drinker, that stuff will come out of your pores so nice Mm -hmm. and you will feel fresh. Rob, that's how I turned my life around at the blackjack table. A nice sauna, hit the pool, got my mind back in check. Boom, 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 boom. Started going on a heater. Anyway, Pat, I, I do advise Scandinavian countries. Finland, one of my best friends, he's there. You got to check it out. Great. Hey, go to Denmark, go to the Carlsberg factory in Copenhagen. Everybody's going to the States. Come on, go to Scandinavia. It's amazing over there. Nice people too. Mm-hmm. Totally I, agree. I very much enjoyed it because I went to Iceland first and everyone like, before the trip started, no, no one told me about Iceland, but they were like, Copenhagen, most expensive place you can go. Here's the trick. 
Go to Iceland first, and then no matter what anything costs anywhere, it's going to be cheaper. That's yep. cool. I, uh, I, I, did, I didn't style. enjoy my $40 beers in Iceland, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating, by the way. It was so. Well, you, guys, you guys remember when I lived in Yellowknife, right? I, I told you, I think a Sunny D was like $40 like this year. And God bless the people of Yellowknife. I hope the city and the fires, uh, nothing's happening. Crazy stuff that's happening in the world, but pat like a pack of smokes there would probably cost about like forty bucks. I don't know what the hell you do up there. You'd have to get cartons flown in. Yeah, probably probably be worth it trying to do that. I guess that's where the uh, the, the cheap things end up coming in. But Rob, you got a silver? Yeah, uh, I got a gold first. Pat. Okay, I well, got let, a gold. Let's first. hear the let's hear the gold. I just got back might from a three day golf vacation. I'm like, I'm with you, buddy. Right I just now. came back from my draft last night with Visine Vincent, the gang. He's our commissioner, and now I'm thinking about buying that safe that you were talking about at the start of the show. Oh, on the forty niners, you idiots! Like it was just, oh, dude, our commissioner was wasted last night. So, so is usually so just for the record, that's not a real safe. Yes, it's, it's, it's not safe. a real safe. It's oh, I understand a, that. No, it's it's, okay. it's a it's a, crypt, a computer safe. I got computer. it, but I'm just saying, I didn't think Vince was going to get home with the monies last night from the draft. So maybe it's an option in the future. Well, it makes it's it su- well, it makes it super easy yeah. too because a you might yeah. not trust your commissioner. Like we had a league run one time and we gave all the money to one guy. Turns out there was no money at the end of the year. Well, yep, he, with, he left town. <laughs> with, with, with LeagueSafe.com, uh, it doesn't work that way. It's stored there, and then it's just they send you the money directly once you designate who it gets sent to. At the end of the cool. year, and you can pay with credit card if you want. Do you want to do your league buy it in credit card? Build up them points? Not a problem. Damn, your condo board should get league safe so that Barb's not spending money on the cars anymore. Uh, Rob, we're, we're way past that, but we'll save that for an ep- episode of the show. She gone. We're on like three <laughs> people after her. But anyway, we'll, uh, we're here to bet football. All right, we're here to bet football. Uh, I'll stick in the NFC South as well and follow Pat's tune. So my goal is uh, uh, player receiving yardage prop. I like Drake London over 825 and a half receiving yards for the year, minus 105. So 825 and a half for a number one receiver. 32 receivers in the league went over that number last year. I think a lot of people are a little bit scared of Drake London for some reason because they added Bijan Robinson. They're like, oh, Bijan Robinson, another weapon. A lot of targets are going to go there. They're going to run the ball more. This tends to actually help the receiver a lot more when you have a potent threat threat in the backfield. Uh, I really like all the weapons all around for Atlanta. I'm a little bit concerned about Desmond Ritter, but they have Taylor Heineke as a backup there as well. So if Ritter, you know, shits the bed in the first month of the season or so, they can always make a move at quarterback to an established guy that is known for throwing the ball as well. I think this is a low number, honestly. It was just it's the one that stood out to me. You obviously have to be concerned about injuries whenever you're betting player props over, but 825 and a half receiving yards you divide that by the 17 games, you're basically looking for just over 48 receiving yards a game. And when you put it into that context, it's very doable for Drake London. Uh, I like him a lot this year. I like this over a lot. I worry just with this offense that when you bring in Bijan, it's not that the direct threat of Bijan takes away from Drake London. It's that this just doesn't feel to me like a very pass-heavy team. You saw how much they wanted to run the ball last year. And was that a product of having Marcus Mariota and he couldn't throw the ball? They were averaging with Mariota 20 pass attempts or somewhere right around there per game. Like it just you can have a 40% target share. That's great and everything, but if your team never passes the ball, it's going to be a problem. So I I do worry about Ritter a little bit Cam uh cuz I don't think he's all that great and it does feel like they might stick with him over Heineke. I'm pretty out on Atlanta this year. I think they kind of suck. 
Uh, I don't know what to think about Atlanta. All I know is I did my draft uh, half PPR last night, and I had the sixth pick, and I picked Robinson. And those guys like looked at me like I they had eyes coming out of the head. I'm, I'm actually think he's going to be a steal this year. I think he's going to be the offensive rookie of the year. And that's the thing, Pat. You bring up a good point. Desmond Ritter, in my opinion, um, he's a bottom-end quarterback, probably a, a, a very good backup. I don't think he's great enough to be a starter. Atlanta made a few moves on the defensive side of the ball, but it's all going to be at Robinson. But Rob's right. I think uh, the one guy, Drake London, he runs good routes. He's a good, he's, he catches the ball. Remember they didn't get the ball to Kyle Pitts last year. I think London is going to have to be the focal point of their offense. And one other thing we can hang our hat on, as we said, that the vision's pretty weak. So he'll rack up some yards. Rob, if he only has to get over 50, 50 yards, basically a week, I think it's a winning bet. Well, if you think back to last year when they ran the ball so much, especially first half of the year with Mariota, London mm -hmm. still had 866 yards last year, receiving yards. And that was an extremely run-heavy offense, like Pat said. So we have a total of 825 and a half. It's 40 yards lower than he stockpiled a year ago. And we're into his second year now. Guy's still only 22 years old, but I think he's going to be a big focal part of the offense this year. And I, I just don't see them running. I mean, a lot of, a lot of last year was Mariota just couldn't do it downfield, and they had to limit the amount of pass attempts that he had. I don't think that they're going to be a, an extreme pass-heavy team with Ritter, but I don't think we're going to see the same splits that we saw a year ago either. So everyone knows that I love to use runthesims.com. I think everyone should run the, use runthesims.com because it simulates the entire season or on a week-to-week -week basis 10,000 times. Now I'm going, I actually made a bet on, although I'm not including it in one of mine, I thought I would bring it up, like the Run the Sims gold pick player prop of the preseason going in after running all these simulations is actually from that same division. I'm trying to look up Drake London, though, because I think it's right around that number. Yeah, Run the Sims has Drake London for 870 yards this year. And we have him projected with one of the highest target shares in the league. Like, that was the thing. Like, he got to that number last year because his target share was outrageous on Atlanta. Like, it, it was around 40% a lot of the weeks, finished right around 30%. Like, that's Devontae Adams-level target share when you're looking at it. Now, with Pitts back healthy, you know, you got some Mac Hollins in your life. You got some Kadera yeah. Lodge still kicking around, plus the willingness to run the ball as much as possible. It's like people think that Tyler Algier is going to do nothing. He is going to do something. Like, Robinson's going to do a ton, but Algier's going to get his, like, 5 to 12 rushes a game as well. They'll run some, like, weird shit for Cordero Patterson once he's back, too, just to throw people off. I can just see it being a bizarre offense with not a whole lot of attempts through the air. The Run the Sims gold pick from all of this. RunTheSims.com slash Mayo, by the way. Get yourself 10% off. We have a new tool over there as well. Besides the simulation, if you play Daily Fantasy, we also have have tournament simulations now you talk to justin freeman 18 on twitter so we can explain that one to you it's about like people who want to simulate the dfs tournaments that they're going in especially in showdown to make sure that their lineups are not duplicated but the big winner in this division is chris olave the love it the player prop for him right now at draftkingsportsbook.com is i spelt his name wrong there we go olave 1,050.5 yards is the total for him for the year. We have him projected right now at Olave. It was something outrageous. It was over 1,300. 1,400. 13.15. So a difference of around, let's say, 270 receiving yards. We have him over that. Now, an injury absolutely wipes that out throughout the course of the season. But he could even, like, miss two games and still hit this number based on our projection right now. So I think that Chris Olave is my favorite over-under player prop of the season, Cam. Oh, Pat, 
you're reading my mail and this is just a natural segue. I didn't even like see this one coming, but you've led it into my gold pick. Alave will be bet over, but I'm just going to go with his team. Give me the New Orleans Saints to win the South at plus 115. I love everything about this team. They have guys coming back. This is a defense that basically ended Tom Brady's career, Rob. Remember those games? Brady could never handle the never handle the Saints. Now you have a reputable quarterback in Carr, at crazy defense. If they protect this guy, they're going to have some weapons all over the board. Michael Thomas comes back. We have Olave. Don't forget about Taysom Hill. I think that offense in that division is going to crush. Is there an X factor every year there's a crazy team? Yes. Is it going to be Atlanta? Or I don't know. But I'm going to tell you this. You're giving me plus money on the Saints to win the South, the weakest division, at plus 115. You can sign me up. And I also like their wins total. What was it, Rob? Is it nine flat with juice? Or you can do the nine and a half, the plus money, either or. But my gold pick, Saints to win the South, plus 115. I like this this bet a lot, and I don't like the Saints. And the reason why... So I've bet some Saints alternate win totals over as well. Okay. And the most important thing for me is the Saints schedule this year is an absolute cakewalk. The toughest teams they're going to play this season are the Jags and the Lions. They get both of those games at home where they'll likely be a pick or even a small favorite mm-hmm. in those games. You look at Derek Carr, who's been historically bad in bad weather. He's playing 13 of the 17 regular season games in a dome. The road games at the end of the year when you typically have bad weather are Tampa Bay and L.A. So he's getting off the hook in all the bad weather games. And then you look at last year for the Saints. They were bottom 10 in net turnovers in the league. They were bottom 10 in man games lost due to injury. They were bottom 10 in opponent field goal percentage. So three of the biggest luck factors, even if they get some like slight positive regression in those categories, that could be a big deal for them this year. I hate Dennis Allen. I think he's a joke of a head coach. But ultimately, I think so many things set up for the Saints to be a very good regular season team this year. Like, if I could bet the Saints to win the division, make the playoffs, and lose their first playoff game, I'd find me that bet right now and I would take it because I think they're going to be a big regular season team um, due to this schedule. And then ultimately, they're just people are going to find out they're not that good in the playoffs. But I like this bet, Cam. I think they're going to win the South. You, Thank you very much. You guys uh, are not going to enjoy my bronze pick then. <laughs> As we go through See, it Pat, all. Pat, this is the, this uh, we we have a million thing. things to pick from. Here's a million things. Exactly. We could bet 30. Like My problem is, like you think I had problems with gold, silver, and bronze before? What are we going to do with wins totals, the division winners, uh, props on players? Like this, like, are you kidding me? This is almost impossible. But you know what, Pat? That's the beautiful thing about a family. Not everyone's going to disagree on dinner. We can't agree on every game. We have to have something that's different. That's what makes it fun. But uh, I'm all in on the Saints, Rob. That division sucks. And you're right. Their schedule is absolutely, it's cake. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. So you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most, when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, we talked. Well, at least I mentioned that I wanted Rob's silver pick a little bit earlier. So, Rob, what's your silver pick? (laughs) Okay, uh, another player prop for me. Um, Lamar Jackson, under 3,500 and a half passing yards, minus 120. Uh, I think the market is overcorrecting on Lamar Jackson a little bit. All the talk in training camp, you have a new offensive coordinator, Todd Munkin. They obviously brought in Odell Beckham, so they have now Bateman, Beckham, Zay Flowers. And all of the talk is about how they're going to throw so much more. It's going to be a you know very pass-heavy team. I'm not necessarily buying it, but even if I do, I think that there's a lot of factors working against Lamar Jackson reaching these numbers. For one, I think they're going to be leading in a lot of games. I'm really high on the Ravens generally going forwards, which means lower pass attempts going forwards. But also on top of that, I just don't think that they're going to not utilize him to his strengths. I mean, he's a dual threat quarterback. That's going to happen instinctually when Lamar Jackson, uh, a play breaks down, he's going to run the ball. And because of that, we've seen him lose games due to injury in the past two seasons. Even seasons where he stayed completely healthy, his highest passing yardage total was just over 3,100 yards. Now, granted, there was one less game in the season that year, but ultimately, I think this is a little bit too high of a number. Uh, I was expecting to see something in like the 3,300 range. So uh, I'm high on the Ravens. I like Lamar Jackson. I like the offense, but I think people are getting too caught up in all of the preseason talk here. And ultimately, I think the under is a pretty solid bet. So for my silver selection, I was between two teams and two unders. One was Washington 
who, after just going through their schedule, is going to be tough to get over six and a half wins, it looks like. And I think that they might actually want to end up tanking out and getting the first pick, or at least be in competition to get the first pick so they can trade up to get the first pick with Arizona or trade for Kyler, whatever it might be. Uh, I just think they're going to be pretty bad. And when you take a look at their schedule, it gets bad early. Like, they play the Cardinals in week one. If there's a game the Cardinals are going to win, it kind of sounds like the game that they're going to win, to be perfectly honest with you. But then they go at Denver, home against the Bills, at the Eagles. Then they get the Bears and Falcons. Like, if they don't, if they split those games, they can't win both those. It's going to be incredibly difficult for them to get the over. But I passed on that one as my silver pick cam. I'm picking on your team. Seattle Seahawks under nine and a half wins. I just don't see it. Like, even if you give them the wins in the close games, it's going to be incredibly difficult for them to get to 10 wins because I think that the Rams are much better than people are realizing. I'm going to tell you this, Pat. Not only do I think the Seahawks are going to win the division, like I think, and I'm usually never not high on them, I think the 49ers are going to regress. I think Arizona is one of the worst teams. I think Seattle is actually going to be fantastic. We'll see what happens with Brock Purdy in a second year. Uh, in San Francisco, but I think Seattle's going to do well. I think they're going to win ten, 10 games. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to be a sleeper. Hell, they almost beat San Francisco last year with all their guys banged up. So uh, anyway, we, we disagree there. I think uh, I think the Seattle Seahawks are a very good football team and very dangerous in San Francisco. Like they're breathing down their neck now. They're that close. That's it, my opinion. Yeah, if you let them go four and two in the division, let's say that's what they do. That seems you know reasonable. Uh, I think they go mm-hmm. three and three. Yeah, and they they lose twice to the 49ers, and then they lose once to the Rams and then beat the Cardinals twice. That kind of thing. I can see that happening within that division. Let's say they just go four and two. It comes down to the end of the year where if you just give them the wins that they're supposed to have, the like their schedule ends 49ers, Cowboys, 49ers, Eagles, Titans, Steelers. Now, are they better mm-hmm. than the Titans? I think they're about even with the Titans. I just think that Seattle wildly overachieved last year. Like you got a career. You got the best season Geno Smith's ever going to have. That if he just regresses a little bit, they could be okay. If he doesn't necessarily turn back into old Geno, like slightly better than old Geno, they're in a world of trouble. I didn't disagree. I know they picked up the receiver, uh, Smith and Jigba from Ohio State. He's got a wrist problem. He'll be back in week three. And then you pair him with Lockett and Metcalf. They have one of the most underrated receiving cores in the league. They also drafted Charbonnet the absolute tank for Michigan to go along with their uh, Walker Jr. And uh, the McIntosh, a speed back who can catch balls out of the backfield from Georgia. I'm going to tell you, uh, the offensive line is a little bit improved. I think Seattle's weakness, Rob, I'm not sure how you feel about it. I think it's their defensive line. The old Seattle Seahawks teams used to have Sam Adams, Cortez Kennedy. They get pressure on the quarterback, an absolute cause mayhem. They don't get enough pressure on the quarterback, and that's a problem. Mobile quarterbacks can do well against them, but I'm still very high on Seattle this year, and I actually think they can win the division. I don't know how you feel about it. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I don't have a strong opinion, but I do think a lot of Pat's points are valid. So Geno Smith had over 300 pass attempts last year. He had 14 dropped interceptions. That was the most of any player in the league. We kind of saw him come down to earth a little bit mm-hmm. as the year went on, and teams started to figure him out. So I think it's more likely that Gino will be a bust this year than he is to con- continue on the success that he had last season. But I actually really like the Seahawks defense. I mean, they've done really well through the draft over the past couple of years. They have good corners. You mentioned the defensive line. They brought in Draymond Jones and Jaron Reed in the offseason as well to help kind of bolster that for them. So I, I don't know. Like I, I think Seattle's a, a team with a very wide range of outcomes for the entire year. I can see the, uh, I can totally see a catastrophic season where they win four games. 
They kind of revert back into being a bad team. Defense is not... um, Offense is more consistently predictable from year to year. So when I say that, like, Mahomes is going to be good every season. Josh Allen's going to be good. Like, that's just... That's, there's just a lot of consistency from year over year. Defenses in the NFL, it's a lot more inconsistent. You'll often see the team that's the best defense in the you know year prior, they could become an average defense the next year. We see a lot more of that inconsistency. So I don't want to automatically say the Seahawks defense is going to improve this year or anything like that. But I, I could see, you know, I'm, I'm not settling the debate here. I think this is one of these teams that anything can happen. Like I, I, they could win the division. They could win four games. Like it, it really comes down to a, a an unknown in Geno Smith. Uh, but I think he got pretty lucky last year, honestly, forced a lot of throws, got away with a lot of them. I think if he's going to come back and do that this year, it's going to lead to a lot more problems. I, I kind of agree with you on the wider range. The problem is like when I look at max range, unless they sweep the 49ers and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. all bets are off the table. But I, like the max, I kind of have them like giving them all of the coin flip games or what are at least I perceive to be coin flip games and letting them steal one and then losing one because that usually happens somewhere. You lose to a team you're supposed to beat, you beat a team you're supposed to lose to. We'll call that one a wash. Just give them all the coin flips and the games that they are supposed to to win i got them at 11 wins that's a game and a half over so i feel like that's the high end for them and if they don't hit that peak then it's gonna be under i can see it i mean like a lot i'm looking at the schedule you mentioned like so many of these games are are going to be close to coin flips they're right? gonna annihilate arizona and the rams though correct and they can't they can't I, I play with San I, Francisco. I don't think they're gonna annihilate the rams i think they'll split with see, the that's rams. our that's where See, Pat, that's our difference of opinion right there. Like I think the Rams suck. You're, you're, you think the Rams are better than you th- than most people think. Listen, I think they're horrible. The, the Rams might be horrible by week 10 if they lose a starter or two, but they catch the Rams in week one when the Rams are actually going to be healthy. And like their starters that's are true. actually still very good. Mm-hmm. No, that, I, That's true. They get, them, they get both games against the Rams. Well, it's week one and week 11. So by week 11, we'll know if Stafford's been traded and Aaron Donald's been traded or not. But yeah. I think they do get you. If you want to play the Rams, you want to play them later in the year when the likelihood is that they've probably unloaded a lot of these guys um, when they're not that competitive. I don't. I like this is want to hear something crazy too, Rob. I just I just want to throw this out there. Sorry to interrupt you. No problem. But if Geno Smith is absolutely horrible, Drew Locke oh, is yeah. ready to go. Yeah, yeah, great. Okay? That's fantastic okay. news for a win title. I, I, I'm, I'm, you know what? No, 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 no. Hey, no, hey, you're bringing no. us on the show. We're having, we're having a conversation wait, here. Wait. The guy is getting better and better and better all the time. I don't care if it's the damn preseason. The numbers show it. I'm telling you, the best thing Seattle ever did was getting rid of Russell Wilson. They rebuilt their franchise. The Drew Locke was there, and people were like, oh, he's going to be the starter. Geno Smith and him are tight. It's like, listen, bro, sometimes people in this league – they're too quick to judge. Guys can be late bloomers. I'm telling you, Drew Locke is not as bad as people think he is. I think he managed the offense. And one thing, Pat, he's fleet of foot. I'm just saying that. I don't think, Rob, I don't know what you're going to say about Drew Locke, but I'm just telling you, if Geno Smith absolutely stinks, Carroll will go, okay, Drew Locke, let's go in there. And I think he'll do a hell of a lot better than he did in the past, my opinion. Drew Locke could have one leg and and no arms and he's a backup quarterback and you'd still be here and, and stand for him because you just love every backup quarterback in the league <laughs> and think that they could <laughs> just step guy. into a starting uh... role. I, I think Drew Locke is terrible. With that said, in my community of friends, we have like this guy that we call the rookie card guy where every single oh, so year... I'm the, the rookie card guy. No, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> okay. Listen, hear me out. Hear me yes. out here. This is in defense of you. 
Every single okay. year, he gives us a player that's completely off the radar and says, go and buy this guy's rookie cards because they're going to be worth something at the end of the year. And he hits at a very high clip. Last year, he told us to go and buy Geno Smith rookie cards. And everyone's Amazing. like, no, you're insane. This year, he's telling us to buy, buy Drew Locke rookie cards. He's like, go out and get Drew Locke rookie cards. Geno's going to shit the bed. Drew Locke's going to come in and he's going to be great. This has, by the way, zero predictive value. This guy's only been doing it for like six years. I don't, but he, I don't care. I like I, I, the fact that he's been two Seahawks too. I want to meet rookie card guy. He sounds so, like yes. a friend of the so, program. So, what was his advice to sell the Geno cards that you bought last year then? Yes, I bet that would be. I, I don't know specifically. What is Gino's rookie card gone from Rob? Seventeen cents to five bucks? Like it's well, a good investment if you bet a thousand of them. Well, if you bought all, if you bought up all the rookie cards and you have this, yeah, yeah, there you go. I mean, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I, I I I cannot believe that Drew Locke can be a quality quarterback. In the I can, I but anyway, I, I, this is what me and you, you me and you, rookie card guy, <laughs> us versus the world. Yeah, are, are, it's going to be interesting. Are cards still worth anything, or was that just like a pandemic thing where they had that huge? Oh surge? no, they're now worth they're, something. And now they're like back I, to I, like I, no one cares anymore. I can ask my buddy Darren Ravel, and I'll report back on you. Oh, he's yeah, the, yeah, tell, he's tell. the big sports cards guy. You know what it is, Pat? Sports cards, the ones. It's kind of like anything in life. The ones that were not printed a million of, like right, Rob. Remember when hockey cards came out? We all had the same rookie cards and stuff. It's just it's like money, kind of like or currency. Like when you print too many cards, it doesn't matter if the guy's great. The card's not going to be worth any money, but. A lot of the older ones that you'll find, sure. I'm not going to say the card market is what it used to be, where all the old crazy men, you know, took all the cards away from the kids and just ah, and ruined the market by over, like buying everything. So, I, I would say this, Pat, like older stuff, but nowadays I, I have no idea, right, Rob? Like, there's so many different cards. Like, oh, this card has fabric on it, or there's a piece yeah. of the jersey and this. And well, that. Like, before they were damn paper cards with with bad gum in it, you know, that used to stick to the card. That you you wanted Patrick Walsh rookie card. And I got a big gum stain in it. Thanks. Well, I have a friend who started collecting baseball cards during the pandemic mm -hmm. because, you know, some people were like buying stocks that had gone down. He was some like, people just drink. I need How's to that? get That's into the baseball card. Yeah, but he was doing it to like make a ton of money. And now he has like oh, okay. 10,000 yeah. baseball cards in his apartment. I don't think they're worth shit. Yeah, most of them are worth nothing. Yeah. Especially the commons, four cents. Yeah, just use them, use them as kindling. It's like when <laughs> Jeff spent like $100,000 on Herbert rookie cards during the pandemic. Uh, Herbert's pretty well, good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, go. a Super Bowl changes <laughs> it all, right? It, yeah, exactly. I like the Chargers this year, by the way. Oh, well, is that your bronze pick then? Or your, no, your, no. Your, your I, I give me my, I yeah, give my silver, silver pick. I'm, a, like I said, I'm, I'm just whacked out of it. Oh, Pat, no, tr trust me. I, I, I hung out with these guys. Like, my brother was in town. I took my mom and dad for their 50th anniversary. Then I had to go to my fantasy draft last night. Like, I, I the alarm clock, I slept through it. I'm just really glad I'm here, and it's a pleasure to see you guys. Cincinnati Bengals. Under 11 and a half. Rob, I found 11 and a half with juice, okay? Uh, hear, hear me out. Pat, if it's an 11, I'll take it. How much like, is... I'm not well, trying well, to play... Wait, well, we can we can get it there. What's the juice that you got? Yeah. On 11 and a half, I, got, I had to lay 30 cents. And then 11, I'll, I think it's flat. Let's but I'll see. take... I, I kind of like the hook. DraftKings, like you hook. can use the slider and just get the other alt line at 11 and a half. So, okay, yeah. Can you, you tell me what the juice is? Is it under like 35, 40? It is. Yeah, 11, 11. 11 and a half is minus 150 to the under. Okay, I'll take 11 then. I'm not going to see. I'm not a cheater, Rob. I play the game right. What's 11 flat? They don't have that. Doesn't matter. The Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> under. I think Joe Bur Burrow's injury is a little bit more than people think. There's other teams in the division. Rob brought up a great point about 
uh, the Baltimore Ravens. They're going to be a lot better. I'm usually very down on the Ravens, the addition of Zay Flowers and guys that they have. I'm only concerned, Rob. You know, too, they got a lot of injuries in that secondary. Hopefully they can get some guys back. But the Pittsburgh Steelers under Kenny Pickett are going to be better. I basically look at every team in that division getting better and Cincinnati saying, staying stagnant. Asking them to win 12 games, I think, is a hell of a lot. I love the 11 and a half, but guys, you, these guys are all over me. We're not going to lay juice over a certain number, 11. 11 under Cincinnati Bengals. I'm usually, see, Rob, what have I done? Friend of cats? Well, this cat, I had to let go because there's other cats that I'm going to be taking in. And the Cincinnati Bengal, he's hitting the streets. He's gone. He's out of my domicile. He's history. Wow. I like them under this year. I don't think they're going to be this team everyone thinks. I love Joe Burrow as a quarterback, but personally, I think he's dealing with a nagging injury that's going to bother him all season long. And, hey, Baltimore almost beat these guys with Huntley as their quarterback. Just saying, Cincinnati under. Turning the page on the Cats. Maybe this year you'll bet against a backup quarterback too. No. First for everything. Give me me another (laughs) – I bet no, I'm he'll just be any backups. Like, well, no. you're here every week arguing they're as good as the starter. Why, why would not you all ever the bet time. against a backup? Oh, I could say, I could say Aiden O'Connell of the Raiders is going to be better than Jimmy Garoppolo eventually. I don't think you well, guys will have an argument with that. Well, I'm surprised that you're not here saying, well, if Joe Burrow goes down, Trevor Simeon or, or Jake Browning is going to step in and take them the 13 that's, wins. That's my point. Actually, with this one, Rob, see, I've changed over the summer. I'm have I become a different guy? Not only lost a few pounds, but not. Cincinnati's backups reek compared to some of the other backups in the league. Browning, like, give me a break. It's a fishing company. He's not a third-string quarterback, right? Isn't Browning like hunting equipment where you sit there and ping off ducks in your hut? Anyway, whatever it is. Actually, it's a gun, too. Bengals under 11. Okay. Okay. In my case. You like it, guys? Just tell me. You you could appease me. You could lie to me. You could say whatever you like. Just tell me. It's fine. I need something. It wouldn't get my money, but I'm not here trying to pound the over either. Yeah, exactly. If you if you you make me pick, if you made me pick, I'd take the under on the Bengals. The division is very tough. Like Baltimore, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. You have quarterback concerns going into the year. You have secondary concerns going into the year. They lost Jesse Bates and Von Bell. And, and like Eli Apple's not very good, but he was a starting corner for them and they lost him in the offseason as well. So I don't know. I, I think that there's a lot of concerns. If you go back to this millennium, since the year 2000, there's been 92 teams in the NFL that have had a win total of 10 and a half or more heading into the year. If you actually take away the Tom Brady teams, mm-hmm. only 40% of them have won over. It's, you know, typically they're inflated. Lots of people want to bet overs on good teams. That's just naturally the way people think. And they're usually a little bit higher than they actually should be. So uh, I'm with you, Cam. The only thing is I'm looking at their schedule right now. And uh, well, I mean, there's a lot of tough games there in the middle of the year. Yeah, you know what? I'm with you, Cam. I I, I, I kind of like the under here as well. Fair enough. You know, hey, hey, this is what we're here for. We have that Pat. It's a good it's a good mix of people. Me, you, Rob. We all have different opinions, different ways to attack things and I'm just telling you, I look at the numbers, Pat, and you're asking basically to win a bet, the Bengals to win 12 games. I think it's a hell of a lot in a division that is full of killers and, and teams that have improved significantly. Bronze selections for the NFL futures. Here are two I want to throw by you. They are not my bronze pick, but I want to get your opinion on them because Jeff had some thoughts on this one. How do you feel, Cam, about DeMar Hamlin minus 285 to become back player of the year? Um, first of all, um, I have a problem with what's happening here. We, we cannot bet minus 
two hundreds. If I can't take the Bengals at forty cents, you're not going to lay a three to one. He's a lock. Basically, he doesn't get hurt. He's a lock. That's all I want to know. something. That's all I want to know. Do you think it is a lock or is it not a lock, Rob? It's a lock because that's the way the NFL is. If he lives and and plays and doesn't get hurt, right, Rob? It's always a feel good story, right? Like it's one of those things. Like if Alex Smith was playing, remember that time he was playing with his leg, like. Anything is, if, you, if you're going out there and grinding, hell, the guy almost died. So if he stays on the football field, I'd, I would have to consider it being a lock. I don't think it's a lock. Okay. But like, but minus 285 is probably a good bet. I mean, it probably should be closer to minus 500. 500. I you know, like, you. I, I'm trying to think of, like, I think Russell Wilson could win comeback player of the year. Yes. If, like, Sean Payton turns him back into the guy that he was. Uh, if Cooper Cup has like an MVP caliber season, he could win comeback player of the year. Who else is there? I can't, Calvin Ridley. Drew Brees, can't. if he does magical things with the Saints, or is that not actually that's not he doesn't really fit the bill. Well, well John John Mitchie is the other one too. Coming Good back call. From, coming back from leukemia. He's 28 to 1 right now, but he might not like see the field. Rob, yeah. he's from our area. You know, Michi's from uh, Mississauga. Yeah, right? he's yeah, he's a he's an Ontario boy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's like uh, there's Odell Beckham. There's uh, I mean, I mean, what if Dak Prescott got hurt week one and Trey Lance came in and <laughs> took the Cowboys to the playoffs? He'd like. I'm, but these are so such Drew Lock two hundred and fifty to one. <laughs> Even then, like, yeah, I guess Drew Lock is Drew die. Lock on the board. Is Drew no, Lock actually Drew, on the board? Drew Lock oh, is not on not. the board. He, he's called other now, but you know, you know when the book says call for a requ- request for other players, maybe yes. I'll have to give him a call. What about Tua? What about Tua? Good call. Comeback, Good call, Rob. Player. Tua can make Anyways, the, the thing is, I kind of feel like if, if Hamlin is just like on the field, he's going to get votes. Yes. Like See, he doesn't even have to play well. It's, it's got to be yeah. on the field, right? right? Guy almost died on the field. How do you, I think he should be minus 500. Probably. Well, I think at some other at places he was like minus seven hundred, but DraftKings for whatever reason is laying him at minus two eighty five. That's why I, that's why I bring it up. It's not one of my picks, but I just want to get. Can you parlay well, it with something, Pat? I don't. And believe, then I think it's probably yeah. a wicked wicked bet. Okay, so minus two eighty five is seventy four percent. The the probability is way higher than seventy four percent. Like we're like what it, what do we? He's probably nine out of ten, right? Like ninety percent so. minus yes. nine hundred. Like that's a fair value. I don't, I, Jeff has got this in his head now, so I don't want to argue with him because he might hate me for life. But I, I, I think he's, I think he's been maybe uh, too many often, Royals too, too many Peppers. too many vapes at home by himself on the couch. Well, yeah, you yeah. have to remember too that Jeff is still under the impression that this is not the real Demar Hamlin. This is just a hologram or something. Oh, true. Just like uh, <laughs> who was it from the Beatles uh, that? Uh, McCarty, right? Was yeah, Paul, that, that Paul, was like Paul the is dead. For, for yeah. Years? Yeah. He's dead. Paul's dead. Miss him. Miss him. Miss him. Like whatever the the Beatles record played backwards was. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jeff. We got to put down again. This is what happens when too many Crown and Cokes and vapes on the couch. You get into the conspiracy theory documentaries. Then what happens? They think you know YouTube just keeps serving you things they think you like. And then you start to get it on Instagram and everything like that. Kind so. of on Jeff's side. I've been getting a lot of weird stuff lately, but we can't get into it on this show. We, we, we can't? Weird. Give us give us one example of no, a weird... No, just, just weird people ins- that I... No, no, just things that are happening. Uh, since Elon Musk took over Twitter, like, I, I don't even know who, what, what's happening with these people and, like, a lot of weird stuff. Like, things that I've never explored in my life. I don't know what, where they're finding me. Like... 
anyway, I don't want to say the TV's watching us, but it it, it, it might be Rob. Anyway, we're not going to we're not going to do unsolved mysteries conspiracy show. But sometimes I think Jeff may, maybe is ahead of the curve. That's always just let <laughs> Cam, him be. Cam him also also a Demar Hamlin truther. Didn't realize that. Well, I didn't I didn't think we would be the outsiders here, Pat. But, <laughs> oh, uh, this is great anyway uh so did we pick a bronze no no we're we're still going through it i i toyed with and i actually did bet this one so it probably should be it's it's i bet the carolina one i bet this one and the other two i'm gonna bet right after the show but i had the vikings to win the nfc north at plus 285 considering their Mm -hmm. win total is eight and a half detroit's is nine and a half yet detroit's like plus 140 to win the division i mean it's still fucking detroit Detroit's going to blow yeah. this. Everyone knows this. And the Vikings will be like, oh, their defense can't stop. They gave up like 400 yards a game last year. Rob, you pointed it out earlier. Like, they could be a league median average defense this year just based on yep. it being defense. We know their offense is good. If their defense was just okay, they're going to win like 12 games. I mean, they brought in Brian Flores as their defensive coordinator. That's enough right there that with the same personnel, they probably finished like 10 spots higher on defense. So I'm with you. I mean, Pick your team. Like for me in that division, I kind of wanted to take a flyer on the Packers because I have, I I like Jordan Love. I think Jordan Love, maybe he's a little bit overhyped heading into the year, but if he is what he's looked like in preseason, there's a legitimate shot. But I honestly, I think any team in that division is live. I'd never bet the Lions at the current market prices. And that's not me being like a Dan Campbell or Detroit hater. It's just like they've gone from, you know, like, the underdog story, right? Where everyone wanted to bet them, oh, they're so great against the spread as underdogs and this and that. And they've had that great second half of last season to all of a sudden there's this expectations on the team and they're that much better than everyone else. I don't agree with that. So uh, I don't mind Minnesota either. I think they're kind of being uh, put under, you know, undervalued, Pat, because of like the record in close games last year. And everyone's like, oh, if they were only 500 in close games, they would have been a 500 team. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. That happens on an annual basis. But now, like, everybody knows about that stuff. And it's baked into the price on, on that market already. So uh, I'm fine with the with the Vikings as an option. But I, I prefer the, the Packers a little bit as a long I'm going to be honest option. with you guys. I think the Vikings finished last in that division this year. Mm-hmm. I think they're horrible. But you're Absolutely the Mar Hamlin truther, so how can we trust yeah, exactly. anything you say? Now? Hey, I'm not. Hey, this is good. You guys brought me on the show. We're not going to disagree, Pat. I think the Lions win that division at plus 140 for fun. I don't care if everybody's on them. What? 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 Okay. You know what, Rob? I actually do agree with one thing you said. I think the Packers are going to be. I would take the Packers over over the Vikings, and I think the Bears are going to be a little bit better. But what's stopping the Lions? They're, they they've improved on every part of the. Goff's fine. The defense is fine. They're ready to rock. Like, who's going to beat them in that division? You think the, you think Minnesota's better than Detroit? You think Minnesota's better than Detroit? No, but I, mean, I think I Minnesota. I, I think I Minnesota at their price is a way better bet than Detroit. the The defense is not fine for Detroit. I don't know where that became a thing all of a sudden. Like, okay, they bring in like Emmanuel Mosley, um, uh, CJ Gardner Johnson. They drafted what's his name there, uh, Jack Campbell or whatever. But like. That they were a horrendous defense a last coach. year, like really, really bad a, a season yeah. ago. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not convinced that the line. Like when we look at the gap in the division, it's like Detroit's that much better than everyone. The one thing I will say that I love about the lines, they have a very good offensive line, and yes, that's like that mitigates a lot. Like I'm not a Jared Goff fan, but he's clean. He's kept clean every single game. He's got protection. That's the one thing for me there. But 
I, I still don't think the defense is all that to write home about. And I think that's going to be a challenge for them this year. And I think this is the best way to pick out the division odds. Like, I don't mind Green Bay here. And listen, I agree that Detroit probably should be the betting favorite in this division, just based on the way that the public perceives them. And if they're close, then you're just going to lean towards Detroit. And I think these two are very close. I would prefer Minnesota. That's me. But you are getting double the odds to bet Minnesota than you are Detroit. Yeah. Listen, like, another thing is, last year, the Lions finished number two in EPA on offense in the entire league. Number two. The chance that they're going to be number two this year in my opinion, is low. Like, that 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 was with all the dropped interceptions. So, like, we talked about the Geno Smith dropped interceptions. Jared Goff was right up there. I think he was, like, next highest on the list in terms of turnover-worthy plays that didn't result in a turnover. Like, the chance that they're going to replicate the offense from a season ago, in my opinion, is not high. That's not to say that they're not going to be a good offense. I think they're going to be a good offense. But are they going to be the second best from an EPA perspective? No. So, like, I think they're going to get worse offensively. I don't think the defense is as improved as people think they are. This is this is your cue to go bet them to go undefeated this year if you're watching. Thank this you. Video. Whenever and I get I will, very passionate I, and about I will a subject, take the tri- despite all your despite all your comments, I'm still taking the win of the division. It was going to be my bronze pick, but I got another one instead. All right. Well, what is your bronze pick? San Francisco 49ers under 11 wins. I see what you've done here, Cam. You just targeted two of the best five teams in the league and said, I want the under. Yep. I like it. Sure did. Yep. You got a problem with it? No. I'll tell I, you so. I, I, you I personally you don't. I don't bet overs I, I on these high win totals. I can't believe it. It's been bet down. I got this thing. I've seen it on some sites where they're doing like 10, 10 and a half plus whatever. I'm not lying to you. I, I got an 11 minus 115. I'll, I'll send you the screenshots. This team with Brock Purdy, okay, in his second year, Everybody's talking, oh, yeah, going to improve. We'll see. The We'll see. I, I'm not, Rob, and this is the thing about data, and I don't have the data, but I can tell you one thing from watching football for many years. Second year, it's not as easy for this kid. He came out as an absolute hero. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You don't think teams are going to figure him out? He was a seventh-round draft pick for a reason, okay? He's not going to be getting any better. I think he's going to regress. They already have issues with Bosa coming in with camp and all the other things that are going on with San Francisco, Okay. Sam Darnold, you, you can you can make say what you want about the backup. He won the he won the backup job instead of Trey Lance. San Francisco defense is still good, but in that division and games, you're asking these guys to win 12 games. Kind of, it's Rob similar argument to the Bengals argument. The NFL is a very tough lead, Pat. You guys know this stuff. It's nuts. 11 under San Francisco. I'm not I'm not buying in. That's my pick for bronze, and I would love to slap it in half and say Detroit Lions plus four, 140 to win the division as well but that's bunch, an extra bunch throw them in together in a parlay darren ravel style right there those odds aren't deep problems. enough you gotta throw ham yeah, one on there as well and then you're right enough. i gotta do like a make the cut miss the cut parlay in golf like yeah make the playoffs more. make the playoffs miss the playoffs parlay we could do it we'll do one yeah, at we the could. end we'll do one at the end and see how that works the it's funny that to compare the two teams because the Niners are so much better than the Rams this year, but I do believe that the Rams are going to be fine until an injury or two or a trade or two that takes away their best players. And then all of a sudden, like they have absolutely no depth. San Francisco, mm-hmm. if everyone just stays healthy, they're going to be amazing, but that just doesn't happen <laughs> in the NFL. You're right. And we saw it at different points last year too, where you know, they would lose like the game they lost to Atlanta just randomly out of nowhere. Cause everyone was beat up on their team. 
Uh, they don't have the most depth in the world, and they're supercharged, especially on offense when you know Debo isn't dealing with a gimpy hamstring, and McCaffrey is fine. Like it's weird to they think they get hurt this year, though. No problem, he always does. Yeah, but then you bring in Elijah Mitchell, but then the offense is slightly different than it was before. So there's so many different cogs that go around that you want everything to be churning on the same wheel throughout the season. That they're probably going to have like three or four injury losses throughout the course yep. of the season. So I like the under, like you do. I still think they're going to be a good team. But um, them not winning the Super Bowl, Rob, really throws the optimal Pat Mayo experience season out of whack, which is the Niners with Sam Darnold at quarterback beating the Jets <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. I that mean, would be the end of Cust forever, man. He would uh, never be able to show his face again if that happened. Uh, but, like, this is the thing, too. Like, okay, so for 11 win total, you need 12 to lose. For what? You have uncertainty at quarterback. Like, I would never want to bet the over on San Fran with the uncertainty at quarterback. People think like, oh, all of a sudden, uh, Brock Purdy has, you know, re-aggravates arm injury or he's not as good as Sam Darnold's just going to come in. And because Kyle Shanahan's the coach, he's just going to be an amazing quarterback. Like, no, Darnold stinks, man. Like, he sucks. We saw him suck with two teams already. He's probably going to stink with San Fran on top of that. They're coming off the easiest schedule in the league a year ago by a mile, by the way. Played yeah. the easiest schedule of opposing teams in the league and opposing offenses. I'm not saying the defense is bad. Defense is amazing. But when you play that many bad offenses from a year ago, it makes you look a lot better than you actually are. So, um, you know, I'm with Cam on this one. Like, I, I still think the, the NFC stinks, for one. There's just not that many good teams. So maybe they just cakewalk their way to, you know, a 13-4. and four, But... In the long run, I think there's way more scenarios where San Fran finishes with 10 wins or less than they do with 12 wins or more. Okay. Rob, your bronze selection. Um, I'm going to defy the rules of what we do here, and I'm going to bet a huge favorite. And I'll balance, uh, it out. I'll balance it out for you with my bronze pick. You're allowed to do whatever. There's no law. Listen, what, you what, whatever what, you want. Value is value. Value is value. I preach it. Some people don't want to bet big favorites because they don't can't stand it if they lose. Dallas Cowboys to make the playoffs minus 230. That's the bet. Again, this goes back to the NFC being generally weak. I don't know that no, Dallas. No, 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 is... but you did break the rules because we have a rule of juice that is under 40%. Do we not, Pat? Or is this not the way we roll? Or and what, what's the deal? I just did a whole speech about not breaking the rules because I'm going to pick a big favorite. And you just said, it's okay. And then as I'm giving the pick, you tell me I'm breaking the rules. Like, what are we doing here? I'm what are we saying. doing? Here? Okay. Okay. I didn't, I, two, you're laying 240. Fair, fair 230. enough. 230. Yeah. Oh, 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 sorry. 230. So you don't have an attachment. You don't have a dance partner. You don't got anything. Just keep talking. Anyway, it's fine. We're, we're all friends here. I'm just, I'm flabbergasted, shocked. I, I have no idea what to say right now. And you guys I'm, are mocking me. For my Seahawk pick and everything else, but whatever. No, Continue. no. First of all, wait. Here, back up for a second here. Mocking you for your Seahawk pick. What? What are you talk? What are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? Drew Locke and all the the jokes and rookie card guy and oh yeah, this team Geno Smith sucks and blah 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 blah. Okay. And you're laying two thirty with the Cowboys to make the playoffs. What okay. I'm gonna say is we never instituted any rules. It's just been kind of like an unwritten rule, like how baseball has all these stupid unwritten rules that we're just gonna like try to take things in the pick'em range. That's okay. been the thing. So the question is when we do the when we do the minerals show with spreads or whatever. So 
is there a threshold with a minus three and a half minus 140 or well minus- i would say you give out whatever pick you want but you open yourself to being mocked okay if the, fair if that's if- that's all that's all, all i wanted and i'll shut up now and the floor is yours rob homer okay <laughs> I was going to say, I'm a Cowboys fan, okay? Yes, you are. <laughs> I, I honestly think this should be priced at minus 300 or higher. You look at a season ago, Dallas with the quarterback that finished with the most interceptions in the entire league, finished with 12 wins. The floor on the Dallas Cowboys, in my opinion, is very high. They have one of the best defenses in the league. They generate a ton of pressure. They have a quarterback who frankly got very unlucky last year in that any ball that got tipped, anything that could have been a turnover ended up in a turnover. I think you'll see a vast improvement in that category. They dump Zeke. They Tony Pollard is now yep. the, the bell cow there. They The two areas of weakness they had last year, receiver, they bring in Brandon Cooks. Corner, they bring in Stephon Gilmore. It's a very deep team with talent all around. And I look around the NFC, compare the Cowboys roster to that of like all these middling teams in the NFC. And I think that there's just a very, very, very high likelihood that Dallas is going to make the playoffs. Doesn't mean they're going to go far. They'll probably lose in the first week to San Francisco like they normally do or whatever. But I think the likelihood that they're there is very high. So give me Cowboys minus 230. And again, I feel like this should be priced at minus 300 or higher. I can't disagree. I'm not going to bet it. But don't, I'm not betting it either. But no, but he's right. So, so basically, but also attached to your argument, you're you're having to believe that the Giants are going to regress or Philadelphia yes. something has to happen with them, correct? Well, not not so. Four no. teams could make the playoffs from yeah. the NFC. Oh, East. I understand that, but I'm just saying though. For okay, like I think the Giants are are not as good as they fair were enough. Last. So Daniel Jones had a an, a very small average depth of target last year. Typically speaking, you go through an off season. And all these teams are now watching the Giants film. The, the off, they don't have a downfield threat. Like you just take away the short stuff. And I think the Giants offense is going to struggle. So um, you could talk about all the wide receivers they brought in. They didn't bring in a number one receiver. They just brought in more depth at receivers. So I think the Giants are not as good as people think. Washington, very high range, but I don't think Sam Howell is a starting caliber quarterback. And the Eagles, I think are very, very good, but they did lose pieces in the offseason. They've had to retool their defense a whole lot. So you never know what's going to happen in that situation. And Jalen Hurts plays a brand of football that is prone to injury as well. So um, it's just like, look at the NFC, man. Look at, look at these teams in the NFC. Like the AFC is one thing where it's just like loaded. The NFC is, it's rough. It's bad. A lot it of is. bad football teams. Well, to balance out your minus 230, I'm going to go with a 10 to 1 underdog as my bronze pick of the year. Now, we made all of our gold selections from one division, the NFC South. I will be taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win the NFC South. Now, if you really want to get crazy, Baker Mayfield, 75 to 1 comeback player of the year, Rob. Now we're getting insane, but... I don't uh, even know what the hell is okay. happening right so, now. Like, okay, so let, hear, I, me, hear me out on this one. Yeah, no, before, we'll hear you. We no, no, but no, I think he's actually going to be better than people think. But okay. Talk, yep. I think they have a better than 10% chance of winning this division, mainly because this division is absolutely putrid. We talked about the Saints. Now, you bet on the Saints to win the division. I agree that they mm-hmm. should be the favorite in the division. I think they are the best team in this division. But, Rob, you pointed out Dennis Allen is a ter- 
horrible coach. The defense is really good, but defense can regress at the same time. And just because you add in Derek Carr over Andy Dalton and Jameis or even bring Jameis back in, whatever it might be, doesn't necessarily solve all your offensive woes. Even if Michael Thomas is back, who has played like two games in the past three years. So everyone is wish casting onto a lot of these teams, especially the Saints. Now, the Saints have the highest floor of any of these teams. That's great. Then you have Atlanta. Atlanta, everyone just wants them to be really good. They're probably not going to be very good. They just have, like, guys that you will draft in fantasy despite not being any good. They're the guys that bust on your fantasy team every year. Yet every year, people are lining up to be like, oh, yeah, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, watch Bijan fall into this same thing. Like, Arthur Smith runs uh, a certain please, style of offense. Please, this stop. defense is no good. If, they, if Atlanta won three games, would anyone be terribly surprised? No, they no. wouldn't. They could be absolute shit. Carolina, I bet them under seven and a half as my favorite bet of the entire future season. I don't think that they're going to be any good. Then Tampa, do I think that they're good? No, absolutely not. They did win this division last year with Tom Brady, who absolutely stunk a year ago. Like mm. Baker Mayfield looked all right with the Rams when he went there. If he's just okay, they have exactly the same team but with Baker Mayfield now instead of Tom Brady. Their defense should be all right. They still got Todd Bowles. They still got players on the defensive end. He can still just chuck the ball up to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. They're healthy now. I don't see why they're the shit team in this division amongst all of the other shit teams. They're just as shit as everyone else. Well, they're shit. They're considered the shit team because of Baker Mayfield. So your opinion has to be that like Mayfield can turn it around. So I don't, I don't hate this bet, by the way. I actually kind of like it. I I bet some five to ones on Tampa Bay to make the playoffs. Uh, that doesn't mean that they have to win the division to do so, but I think that there is an upside case for them. The problem with Mayfield is he has a major I I issue with turnovers. He always had, ha always has, and that just like limits the upside of his teams. The thing for me though with Tampa, and you're right, Pat, like, okay, Tom Brady, like, I don't want to dismiss the downgrade from Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield, but Brady wasn't great last season. On top of that, like the offense was, it was tough to watch because of like all these early down runs, right? Like Byron Leftwich calling runs on first and second down. It's third and eight, every single third down play. Like if they just switch that and don't do that, they're already a better team just by not running the dumbest plays over and over. And the organization is not rebuilding. Like they re-signed Mike Evans. They re-signed mm -hmm. Carlton Davis. They re-signed Jamel Dean. They're actually trying to win. I, they had a million injuries last year in the secondary all year long. Shaq Barrett tore his Achilles. He's he's back this year as well. Like I think there is a legitimate upside case for the Bucks, but it really is reliant on Mayfield protecting the ball, and the likelihood of that happening, in my opinion, is low. He's just too much of like a a gunslinger in the sense that. He, he can't help himself. It's like when, when Jameis was there and it was the exact same situation. These guys can't help themselves in some scenarios. So that to me limits it a little bit. But at that price, 10 to 1, like, like I said to Cam, I don't think the Saints are good. I think they're just going to win the division because their schedule is a cakewalk and they're, they're mm -hmm. marginally better than everyone else. But I think there's an upside case for Tampa Bay. I do. So I, I don't hate it. Pat, uh, the I prices, don't the, the, to your point, yeah. the price is ridiculous. Yes. Carolina's got a rookie quarterback going on. The Saints still have issues, even though I, st I still think they're much better than the other teams. And like, yeah, you, and Atlanta, who the hell knows with those guys and their defense still reeks. And Desmond Ritter, let's be honest, Rob, you want to talk about backup quarterbacks? He yeah. should be one. He has not proven he's a starting quarterback in the league. So 
Yes, Pat, when you look at the price, it's one of those things, uh, it's out of whack. I do agree. I think the Saints win the division, but you're right. The number is very strong. Okay. I thought I was going to get more pushback on that. What we need from Baker, Rob, is what you pointed out earlier with Goff and Geno. He just needs a few dropped interceptions. Leave the league in that and we're good. It can happen. Quarterbacks get lucky over the course of the year. They look way better than they are. It happens. And it's like the opposite happens as well. But I mean, I I just wish that, like, I'm not a Kyle Trask fan either. Like, I wish they had like another guy behind Baker where maybe if Baker stunk, they could just pivot like a, like a Jacoby Brissett or something like that, where you know that maybe he's going to come in and not piss away games for them. That's my only thing, but I, I don't know. It can happen. Like it's, this is, this is the NFL and we see weird shit every who thought Geno Smith was going to come out last year, except for rookie card. Didn't I say he was going to be okay. I didn't think he was going to be like amazing. Well, when you go through every backup quarterback in the league and you say they're all going to be good, Uh, you're hit at a 5% rate. You can't really (laughs) pat yourself on the back. Right. Fair enough. So let's do the final thing of the, we'll, we'll each select two teams, a yes or no, and make a six team to make the cut or no, no, make the cut to make the playoffs parlay. And then you can tweet it at Rovell if it wins, Rob. Could we, could we, could we do to not make the playoffs or is it a yes, no market or is it just yes? It's yes or no. Yeah. You, you can do the yes, yeah. no market. Okay. So I assume, yeah, yeah. I, I, like I, I assume you're taking the Cowboys since they were one of your best bets. Yeah, let's put Dallas minus 230. You need some of those plays in there to, you know, increase your payout a little bit, right? You don't want to just put every four to one underdog in there. Okay. Saints to make the playoffs for me. All right. What are the Saints to make the playoffs? They are minus 190 to mm, make the playoffs. Seems a good, seems a good value, Rob. See, see I, I wouldn't put them on this because I would rather just bet them to win. I'd rather throw okay. their division. No, with. well, that's why I, I just I don't I, think they'll be a wild card. I think they would just win the division. I think only yeah. one. Oh, team. I gave you the picks. Yeah, no, I, 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 under, I understand that. <laughs> okay, but hold I, on, hold on. Are we just trying to win a bet? Or are we trying to build a friggin' skyscraper? Like well, we're not, like, we're we're not trying to build here? a skyscraper, but I think those are bad odds. Minus one ninety. Okay, uh, so what? Do well, you well, you, it's your pick. It's on there. Like I'm just. Okay. Yeah, we just blame you if it loses. Exactly. That's what happens. We play the blame game. Fair enough. Who am I gonna throw on? I will go. Where's Tennessee at? What to make or miss? To make. Make. They're going to yeah, ten plus two ten to make. And what are the Vikings to make? I'll take the Vikings to make the playoffs at plus oh, one fifteen. Oh jeez. <laughs> Cam's, Cam's not playing this partly. Well, Cam wants to lay ninety cents on the Saints when he can bet them at plus one fifteen. Okay, give me a dog then to make the playoffs. Um... It's either Pittsburgh or the Browns. Like, who do I take in that division? I don't know. Uh, what Pittsburgh. are the Chargers to make the playoffs? Probably minus two hundred. Minus one twenty-five. Chargers sold. That was a, that was what I was going to take right now. So Thank you know what? You. Um, take another. That's mine yeah. now. I will. I kind of want to root against the team. Just that's my nature. You know, like I want to take a no. Could be the Lions. Um, just pick a team that I like so you can root against them all year, Rob. You get double I mean, double your pleasure. C- Seattle, you know Seattle to not make the playoffs was going to be one of my choices, I think. Yeah, I'm going to go take the, the New York Jets not to make the playoffs at plus 110. I agree with that pick. They were actually going to be my, uh, after bronze, Rob, under nine and a half wins. Jets. Put that on the list. All right, so we got, what's our parlay worth right now? No, I don't want to bet all five singles. Oh, I can't even parlay all these five together. Yeah, 
we'll figure it out either way. So we got those five. Dallas, yes. New Orleans, Minnesota, the Chargers all to make it. The Jets not to make it. And I will take Seattle to not make the playoffs at oh even money. This is just, you, you broke my heart, Pat. Like, I was just really hoping for a good year. This is the first year I'm actually really excited about the birds. You should have been like, excited about they... them last year when I, listen, I was all over the Seahawks last year. Love the Seahawks when everyone thought they were going to be terrible. I do enjoy how going into last season, the Seahawks will be in competition for the number one pick. They're going to be absolute dog shit. They have a quarterback who overachieves now. Well, you might as well put him in the Super Bowl. Doesn't work like that. They drafted well. That's, they, do they, do, they we, do well. we know that they drafted well last year? Do we know that they drafted yeah. well this year? Yeah, I think they did. I think they did. I think that Witherspoon kid from Illinois is going to be an absolute killer, and that's what they needed in the secondary. All their other guys, uh, Smith and Jigba from Ohio State is a game changer. Once that wrist injury happens, like you, I watch this guy play, Pat, Pat they, they got a lot of weapons on their team. You were ahead of the curve with the Seahawks. I just didn't think their kids were going to show up that quick. But anyway, I think they'll challenge San Francisco this year for the division. I think it's going to be a real dogfight. We'll see. Rams to win that division. What's that payout? Should have picked oh that one. Oh, my God. Cut his mic. <laughs> Wrap it up, Pat. Wrap it up. Ram- oh, see, see, see. Rams plus, plus. Enough. This is why I think that the Tampa Bay 10 to 1 bet is a good bet, because the Rams are also 10 to 1. And the Rams yeah. are, do not have a 10% chance of winning that division. Yes, they have like a 5% chance it, or something. You know what, Pat? Agreed. Look at the the same odds with the loser teams. Now now you got to beat San Francisco, Seattle. Like, Come on. Yeah, you're right. I'll agree with the value play on the Bucks. Yeah, who, who else is like at the very bottom? Like the Texans are eight to one to win the AFC South. Actually, you know what? They can what? beat Indy. Sure, they that's great. Can... Indy's plus it's Indy's six to one to win the division. Well, that's the thing. They got to beat Jacksonville. They got to beat the Titans. Like Trevor the... Lawrence to hurt. Are Titans. people just over the Titans because they had a bad finish to last year? They have like the same team. I don't know what to think about the Titans. I'm always kind of they're there, like they're. Right like, in the middle. Like if they don't, if they don't have to have Malik Willis start any games for them, they might be okay. What do you think about the Titans, Rob? I th- so I think Vrabel consistently gets way more out of his team than they're like. The problem I have is I look at the Titans on paper and I'm always like, how does this team possibly win any games, especially offensively? Like they're just very limited in their weapons. Offensive line is an issue, but then they just do. And I'm not like, I'm not a uh, completely sold on Jacksonville either as like, they have a great quarterback. They don't have a ton of, you know, surrounding talent, especially on defense. So I could see it. Like play, I could, I am like Titans I plus three fifty to win that division is a better bet than Jags minus one fifty five. I agree. Yeah. And when we take a look Will at the- Levis, hey, Pat, you hear about that guy? He puts mayonnaise in his coffee instead of cream. Yeah, I heard he yeah, could he got I, himself a lifetime deal. Yeah, cashed in, baby. Yeah, he oh, needs he's, to- he's, oh, he's, he's with Duke's Mayo now. Yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 the that sponsor of the bowl game. He, he he needs to cash in because he couldn't beat up Malik Willis for the backup job. It's true. That's yeah, a problem. It's a real yeah. issue. But you know what? This is a lesson to anyone out there. If you get yourself like famous, semi-famous or whatever, just do something really stupid and get yourself a sponsorship <laughs> for life. I tried mayonnaise in my coffee. I thought it would be worse, but I'm not going to say I, I, I prefer cream. I'm not going like to. Like every other normal human being. Well, no, they asked me to try it on the air, so I did. I, I thought it would be oh, worse. Got it. All right. So this was post-Will Levis. It wasn't pre-Will Levis. 
No, it was pre. Like when we found out he did it, I put mayonnaise oh, in my coffee. So po- and... But you post finding out that. Yes, he yes, did yes, it. yes. Oh yeah, okay. I'm not like I woke up one morning and go, no, oh man, I got no milk or cream. I'll try. I'll put Hellman's in my coffee. What well, an idea! You, you did eat dog biscuits, dog biscuits at snacks when I worked with yeah, you. I've done store, a lot of so things, but those. At I least wouldn't I put I it bought... past you. Yeah, no, but at least I follow up on my bets when I say I'm going to do something. I right, Rob. When I lose, I do it. Got to admit. Alpo for Val for Valpo. Remember? Yeah, no, Valpo. Valparaiso. Alpo. Alpo. Valpo. Cam, Cam had to eat Alpo dog treats on hair. He ate yeah, one. They were dry, and then Pat. He, not he wet. He continued to wet. snack on them for the remainder of the show. Uh, not wet. I'm, I did not dip into the wet food. It had no. to be dry. No, but you but you did eat them as regular crackers. I took a bite of the them remainder. afterwards when I was really hungry when we couldn't get a break. Yeah, I took another bite. I, I can't lie. Cam Stewart at Cam Stewart Live on Twitter. You can catch him on Sports Grid at Rob Pozzola on Twitter and go to thehammer.bet for more from Rob Pozzola and all of the great team over at the Hammer, the Forward Progress YouTube channel as well for that football content over at the Hammer. We will be back every single Thursday with the best bets for each week of the football season. And we're going to have our win totals draft with the three of us, Cust and Jeff, coming sometime in the near future play in the listeners league link is down in the description join run the sims.com code mayo get you 10 percent off and leaguesafe.com to store your money not a literal safe an internet safe as cam had mentioned put code mayo up into the microphone box at the top and get yourself an extra 10 bucks into your prize pool when you go sign up it's been in business for 15 years no one's stealing your money over there unlike potentially the commissioner of your fantasy football league i'm pat mayo thanks for watching i'll see you next time Family experience! Experience!